You're listening to Secrets of Tomorrow's Leaders, brought to you by JCI Santa Clarita and RK Studios. My name is Corin Young. I'm the host of this program. And today we're going to be spotlighting one of our newer members. Uh, we've got somebody who's joined our organization just about uh, a little more than a year ago. Uh, he's a recent graduate from College of the Canyons, and he's an industrial engineer in the aerospace, defense, and marine world. And I'm really excited to talk to Jamal Yarborough. Welcome. Yes, yes. Thank you for having me. Um, yes, we, we excited got to be here. So many cool things to talk about. I know that you just recently graduated, so I want to talk about, uh, about your school stuff. Uh, yes. w- what was your degree? It was in uh, some kind of space stuff. Well, my degree is for electrical and computer engineering. That's two degrees? Yes, double majoring at uh, USC. I just got accepted into the USC School of Viterbi Engineering, so uh, I'm really excited. And it's not necessarily uh, aerospace, but, you know, I worked with, at my community college, I was in an aerospace program. So um, I have a little bit of, of an emphasis there and a love for aerospace now because of COC. That's so cool. How did you even want to get into that? Is just something that you wanted to do since you were a kid? Wanting to do space stuff came from like, just meeting different friends and having different friends who are engineers and who have that um, astronautical engineering major and who are involved in astronautical engineering stuff. But I've always been electrical and computer. I've always wanted to build stuff like drones and cell phones and electronics. I've always had my hands on electronics. I owe my sister (laughs) and my little sister an easy bake oven to this day because as soon as it seemed like it was inoperable, I took it apart and just, I just had to know what was making it run, what was making it drive. And I did that with TVs, VCRs, anything that broke. I did. Uh, I used to take stuff apart too and put it back together. And there was always parts left over when I was done. Right. Sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't. It's the same thing for me. Even though I got things to work, I would still never be able to get every screw or (laughs) nut or bolt back, Uh, even if it does work. (laughs) That's always scary. But yeah, just always been a a tinkerer, very, very inquisitive and always wanted to build things and, 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 and have energy transform my life, you know, even go karts, anything. So. It's so funny that you say, you say that you had friends that were into like these big, like high tech things, but does that mean that that's something that started with you as an adult or even as a kid, did you have the, the friends that were into that stuff? I, even as a kid, I gravitated towards the people who were just into different things. And I, I didn't know what it was, but you know, like uh, in elementary school, I learned how to play chess with my friend Isaac. Uh, I went to Fitton Elementary uh, Charter School in in Lakeview Terrace in the San Fernando Valley. And a a lot of um, young kids wanted to play sports or be good at hopscotch or or tetherball. But I was playing chess already. I was like interested in it. I wasn't like playing at an elite level, but that's what I wanted to do. And as soon as I learned the moves, I never had to be told again. <laughs> and That's then, so funny. I mean, you've—I guess you've got the biceps of a chess player. Hey. If, I, if I had to guess what what you were doing in elementary school, so I'm it, I'm really nimble. I'm really like my my fingers are really nimble. I'm really like good with my hands and stuff too. So awesome. I, I crocheted when I was young. Did you also do sports? You have to be some kind of an athlete. I was a skateboarder growing up, actually. So, um, and that is an ex- a sport. It's it's actually another sport that takes a lot of like muscle memory and commitment like doing tricks and stuff yes because i was i was an extreme skater um i've done some pretty cool tricks like i've kick flip nine stairs i indie grab <laughs> an indie grab is like a vert 
a vert skateboard trick. So uh-huh. you do it in a half pipe usually or off of a ramp. But I indie grabbed 11 stairs behind. Um, it, it's in the bungalows of Silmar High School. So, yeah, we were Ala Vista Middle School, Silmar High School, Verdugo Hills High School. You did this as a kid? Yes. And as an adult? And as an adult. Yes, and yes. I have a scar to prove it. That, that's from a skateboarding accident? <laughs> yeah. I've always been so comfortable riding skateboards um, that, you know, a- after work one day, I was working with um, with, with a friend and doing some work outside of <laughs> work. That's just how I am. I love working outside of work. But, yeah, he needed some work done in his backyard and stuff like that. So I helped him, like, take out all these dead bushes and rearrange his entire backyard and I'm just like a mule. I love to work. And so I, I cleared out his whole uh, backyard, did all the work and stuff like that. And it was time to go home. And I didn't want to call my girlfriend and come pick me up because it was like 11 at night. And uh, I don't I want him to have to drive me. And I didn't want to pay for Uber or Lyft. And there was a skateboard there. You skateboarded him? <laughs> yes. And so I ended up like skateboarding down this hill and I fell and it, it was a steep hill. It was a really hard fall. And I ended up like breaking my arm, ah. the radius and the ulna bone. <laughs> and I don't know. No, how. they weren't sticking out of your skin. Yes, they were. And my palm like busted completely across ah. the middle from side to side. It was a really hard fall, but I still skateboard to this day. So. Yeah, well, I'm, you got right back on that horse. Uh, I want to go back to when you said you, you took apart your sister's Easy Bake Oven. <laughs> so that means that your family knew that you were into all this uh, oh, yeah. you know, nerdy stuff growing up. That w- was your family supportive? You had your parents that were into what you were doing? Yes. Well, my mom want, knew I wanted to go to school, and we talked about school a lot and stuff like that. But I just didn't think it was in the cards for me because I didn't know about like scholarships or, or grants or ways to pay for school. And... um. I guess around the time when I was like 15 or 16, which would which it would have been like around 2005, four, somewhere around there. Um, a lot of rumors were going around about how people are graduating with these degrees that they can't use. So school started to kind of like fade more and more into the background for me. And so I just continued to go to work and um, I ended up doing a lot of work in a construction field and... Um, a lot of warehouse work, security guard work. I worked as a sous chef uh, for a catering company. So then after high school, you went to the, straight to the workforce? Yes. And got my hands on everything that you could possibly imagine. <laughs> wow. So you, when did you set, decide to go back to school? Um, I decided to go back to school um, right before uh, the, the, the pandemic struck, which was around... 2020 in March. Yeah. So I was going for um, the the spring. Well, actually, I started in, in 2017, but then took an hi- I took a hiatus and then really got back serious with school around the, around the height of the pandemic. Yeah, that makes sense. So I just realized something. You're older than most of the uh, the other students yes. at that school. I am by by quite a bit. Uh, can, can we talk about your age? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm 37 years old today. Actually, uh, today is my birthday. Congrats. I, I can't believe that you decided to you agreed to spend your birthday here with me recording. But of course. Congratulations. Yeah, Courtney 37. Man. 
So no, come on, get out of here. Uh, awesome. But literally, most of the students at College of the Canyons, right out of high school, they're eighteen. You're literally like you've got twice the wisdom yes. as as any of these as any of these kids. Twice the wisdom, twice less the the education because these students don't have a break like in between high school and college. You know, I had a big gap in between. Do you feel that gives you an advantage at all, or is it all uh, in a ways, disadvantage? It, in ways it's an advantage and in, in, in some ways it's a disadvantage. It's really hard to like tell which 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 spectrum it, it weighs more heavily on. But I think it's an advantage because you can always be a mentor to students who are new and coming in and stuff like that because you've already done like yeah the young stuff like partied and had a lot of fun and yeah, and I'm sure they all look up to you too. And broke your heart. Yeah. I'm actually a mentor for Mesa. And um, a tutor for Mesa, and I, I won the, the the Mesa Director's Award for academic excellence and helping out there too. You know, I see your name uh, published <laughs> in a lot of papers out here. You you've won a few awards in, in addition to uh, graduating. You had the uh, the TE Connectivity African Heritage Scholarship, yes. uh, and you mentioned that there's other scholarships that have kind of helped you get through school, right? That are helping you with COC and uh, with USC as well, is that right? Oh yes, definitely. And I'm so I'm so glad that you that you that you brought that up. I mean, without scholarships and without the generosity of the community and community organizations and just companies around the entire country, my academic motivation would not be where it is right now. Um, I won, like you said, the TE African Heritage Scholarship, which was like monumental to me because it helps with tuition so much i've also won the scholarship america dream award um yeah and and there's so many people that i just want to name and mention and and these people have really become my friend friends like the scholarship donors and the people who are in charge of these um scholarship managerial positions they're so awesome to students who are given their passion and dedication to their academic pursuits. So without the scholarships, yeah, it would be like um, very discouraging. You, you mentioned to me some of these programs that you're you're working with. Uh, one of them was the you know the the Roxat X. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, Ro- Roxat X. Um, Ro- Roxat X is um, it, it's a program sponsored by NASA, and it and it also is sponsored by the California Space uh, Consortium. So, I mean, I'm sorry, the Colorado Space Consortium, I'm sorry. And um, it's this awesome rocket program where universities around the country compete for a position on, on, on a Malmute rocket. And if you get that position, you actually go to a NASA site and see the science experiment that you design and build completely from scratch there's no like oh let me buy something from best buy that's complete (laughs) we're building like raw circuits we're designing pcbs on platforms like keycad and designing our own like mechanical parts on autocad and things like that so we design and do everything from scratch and then we 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 get our experiment launched from a nasa platform launch pad and uh the the rocket goes up to 170 kilometers uh apogee and releases our science experiment and 
and we see how our predictions pan out. That's so cool. Data. So yeah. literally, I guess because you got your degree in computer engineering and electrical, uh, and electrical. so like mm -hmm. you get to build from scratch something and yes. something that you help build is literally going to space. Absolutely, yes. I'm I'm the electrical lead for the NASA Rockset X program, COC, the Ast Astrology and Space Team, Astronomy and Space, uh, Astronomy and Physics Team, and we, we send stuff to space. <laughs> now, you mentioned something. You said that uh, all these universities are competing yes. in this program, and College of the Canyons isn't a university. It's a community college here. It is. <laughs> and how are they competing with the, the universities? <laughs> We have such an amazing staff and uh, j just an, a, an amazing bunch of talented students at COC. I don't, I don't know how it's happening, but I, I love that. <laughs> There's not a lot college. of community colleges in in that program, right? I don't think my academic career would be where it was, where it, where where it went to, and where it is today, if 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 I uh, had attended another community college besides COC. Yeah, I, I think COC is the only one that's in that program. It's yeah, the only community the, the college, only community you know, college. Program. and I believe it's the only one with like a space program at that level. It's working like directly with NASA. I've spoken with to people directly from NASA because of <laughs> COC. I as, know people who work at NASA. You know, as as an instructor at College of the Canyons, I get emails all the time about all the cool stuff that's going on in that department, and yes. and I love it. And you're actually uh, traveling soon to go see this launch, right? Yes, yes. Well, yeah, I'm a, I'm a part of the launch. I'll, um, I'll be given my NASA clearance badge to go onto the NASA platform and for the second year in a row and uh, see uh, a science experiment that I was a part of get launched into outer space. That's, where is that happening from? Uh, it's happening from Virginia on, on the Wallops Island, the, the, good, the, the good Art Space uh, Center. That's, yeah. I see your shirt says uh, yeah, NASA, NASA Wallops Flight Academy facility. Yeah. I, I actually got it last year when I, w when I went there. They have a bunch of places where you can buy stuff. So That is so <laughs> NASA, cool. NASA gear. So, so I, I want to pivot from your, your education and all the awesome stuff that you're doing uh, to JCI because that's an organization that oh. I found kind of late I, w I was 37 when when i joined and a lot of the the members are like 22 25 28 and they're doing yeah. such amazing things and it's really something that i wish i had found like at least 10 years sooner and uh you know you just joined in the last year as as, as well and i wish i had met you sooner as well because yeah. you're, you're, you're pretty awesome but how have you found uh jci like what what about the organization attracted you to it and how'd you even find out yeah, excellent question, and I, I wish I'd met you sooner too. And you're twice as awesome. So oh, yeah, thank you. On, yeah, man. yeah, you help people learn about awesome things like 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 the things that the people in the community are doing. So I really love it. You're super awesome, Corin, and and it seems like that's what JCI radiates around. Like super awesome people. I have like <laughs> nothing to do with how I joined JCI. That's how awesome the people are. Um, Charlene Duzik, who's now Charlene Johnson, uh -huh. just got married. <laughs> a really good friend of mine who's um, was a part of ASG at COC. Uh -huh. So she's an alumni of COC and she's a part of the Associated Student Government. So I was also a part of the Associated Student Government. And of course, Charlene being so awesome and as an alumni still participates in the program. So I came up with this um, idea for an event 
because I was the vice president of student activities and I have to plan two events. So one of my events was called Striving for Excellence, Learning Their Stories. And I wanted to motivate the, the, the students who were experiencing the pandemic and, work, and, and, and doing all their work remotely and not ever getting a chance to step foot on campus. So I didn't want them to take this as a time to like relax and chill and I'll wait for the campuses to open back up. I was like, no, if they're offering school online, you need to continue to push forward with your academic dreams. So a lot of people were excited about the idea. Um, a lot of people got behind me. Charlene Duzik was one of them. And um, she, she helped me find some really cool alumni who attended COC to do this event. Um, people from Lockheed Martin, Kaiser Permanente, uh, Feeban Films, and yeah, just a bunch of awesome I places. just remembered. That's where I first met you. Yeah, that's how I met you. You, Corey, <laughs> doing this amazing stuff. Yeah, I read your profile actually on on the, the 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 COC website, and I was like, I want him. You seem awesome. My profile's on the COC website. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of like huh. a spinoff of LinkedIn. It shows how you're a producer and how you do film and. Oh, there are the alumni foundation. Yeah, the alumni oh, foundation. Oh man, I submitted that years ago. How cool. Okay. Yeah, it's still there and it's still awesome. I'm a part of it now too, so I have to update mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're but I found awesome you. Stuff. Yeah, and and that was years ago, like two years ago now. Uh huh. And just about and 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 you're super awesome. So. Um, I met Charlene there, and then Charlene knew because of the type of event that I came up with, especially during the pandemic and remotely, to get so many people involved like that. She was just stunned and blown away, and I was too. And we had a, like a lot of motivational like speakers that we love that were in common. And so she introduced me to JCI, and it's just been amazing ever since. Yeah, you started coming to a, to a lot of stuff, and I was like, oh, who's this guy? Yeah, and 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 volunteering. <laughs> A lot. Of course. And I started seeing you like at the social events too. First of all, I didn't know until two weeks ago what a good dancer you are. <laughs> so that, I, I don't know if it's a good dancer, but I did. That's the first time I've ever danced publicly. Really? Well, well be, be proud of it. That was maybe we'll show <laughs> a video. So no, much. probably not. But yeah, you could. You definitely <laughs> yeah. could. I mean, okay. It was because someone so awesome like invited me to 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 her wedding. I mean, you know, Charlene. She's she's so amazing. And I feel like if I'm going to ever let go anywhere all the way, it, it should be at someone's event that's super amazing. And, and and amongst friends. Amongst friends. I'm friends with like everyone there. I love them all. I yeah. love all of JCI. It's funny how w when you show up at events, it doesn't matter when you get there. If you show up late, if you leave early, you could show up just for an hour. But you always leave your mark. And there's one instance that I remember from last year. It was at uh, Carlos's cabana party. Um, we, we were talking about, uh, just casually talking about fitness stuff. And I, I think I was talking to Grant about like, yeah, you know what, let's do, let's, let's all make a pact to do 20 pushups a day. Well, let's do a hundred pushups a day. Well, yeah. And, and we'll walk a mile every day. Yeah. We'll walk a mile. And <laughs> you not only did that, like everyone else, like just made the pass packed and didn't do it you were sending us videos every day like all right guys instead of a mile i did five miles but go get it like you were yeah, so yeah. inspirational and and you can i bet you did it for the full 30 days didn't you i did you probably ran it, 150 it was actually, miles you, you guys don't even remember what you fully charged like challenged me to it was a hundred mile challenge in 30 days oh that, that's right 
Yeah, and well, it was so much more difficult than you. Well, no, I know it's difficult it was because really, I really, really hard. I didn't I do thought, it. <laughs> yeah, I did it. I have the whole thing on footage. Wow. Um, I actually lost my phone, so I hope I can like get that back again. The oh yeah, the hope- footage. I've been struggling with that, but it, it's in the cloud. Hopefully, it's in the cloud. I know you sent us some some uh, WhatsApp messages too. But the the, the one thing that I'll, I'll remember is uh, I'll show a picture of this too. Mm-hmm. We took a group photo. We were all in, in the pool, and I didn't know this until after when I looked at the picture and I'm just sitting there with my, with my gut and, you know, just, you know, posing for a picture. <laughs> and behind me, there's a whole row of these guys with their arms just flexed and their chest and everything. <laughs> and I, I said something to Brian afterwards. He's like, Oh yeah, that's Jamal. He's, he said, he said that we should all flex. And I was like, what the heck? Like, I mean, first of all, no one told me, but secondly, even if they did, I'm so sorry. I didn't, didn't have much in there, but where does that mentality come from to flex in a photo? Um, uh, that that's so awesome. I love I love that. I love that day. I remember it so much. Yeah, Carlos is amazing too. Shout out to Carlos and to Brian. Um, yeah, I think that working out so much and and putting so much effort into staying fit. I mean, when you when you take a picture, that's your opportunity to like to to promote what you've been doing. And if you don't flex, you you could kind of tell that you're working out. But if you flex, you can you can definitely see for sure like like oh that yeah. guy's standing out like what's going on with this you know so like posture and physique and 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 showing off the things that you've built in the gym when it's time to be on camera i think you should definitely do it so i, I just yeah I'll, I'll i'll start flexing someday but yeah but, you look good you look great but, but but the way that brian said it it's like yeah jamal was like look he looked at a picture Always of himself one day and and said oh man why wasn't i flexing yeah and from that day on every picture every picture always ever flexing. Always, always flexing, flexing. which is a, which is a great mentality and i i i think that i would rather be funny looking and flexing in a picture than then look at myself and say, uh, why did I not? Why even... did I not? Why did I slouch? Yeah. You or know, something like that. Or maybe, why didn't I stand up straight? And that's the thing. I, I think it's not even so much the flexing. I yeah. think that it's just when you don't care, when you just like eh, smile for a picture, you, you, you kind of, you're sitting like this. You're just like, you look like a, like a bum, right? You can, but, but, but easily by and flexing, subconsciously too. Yeah. So I, I, I noticed that in pictures and I was like, wait, I can, I feel like I look better than this. <laughs> what's going on but when you're in the in in the bathroom in the morning and you're getting ready you tend to look at yourself and kind of sprucing yourself up a little bit and straighten out your shoulders and when you see yourself you actually like posture up better yeah so you just have to remember that when the camera's pointed at you so you can't see yourself so you don't know really how you look so you're just trying to smile but then you let your 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 body's not smiling yeah (laughs) you have to smile with your body too that's the best best way to look at it yeah what what is your fitness routine? Because you you obviously spend like twelve days a week in the gym, <laughs> working out. Throw some extra days in there. Yeah, let's get it. <laughs> and that's something that that's how I feel sometimes. I, I, yeah, I, I went years without working out. Like, I've had a gym membership for eighteen years. Uh, for three years, I went zero times, and I just started again. I went you know three for the last three weeks. I've, I've gone three times a week. So for me, that's a lot to go like that is times. a lot. And I've also been doing my fitness pal, and I'm trying. Uh, I, I've, I actually looked at, uh, in my fitness pal, I have, as my weight fluctuates, I have like a 40 pound swing between like when I'm at my lightest and I look unhealthy and thin and when I'm at my heaviest and I, I look unhealthy and, and I don't like it. And looking at 
photos of myself, I found when I thought I looked my best and found my ideal weight based on that in, in my in my log. And so there's some weight that I'd like to lose, but I want to do it right. And I want to eat the right stuff and I want to work out. And what kind of pointers to, can you give to people that are looking to get fit? Uh, I, I love this question. It's so loaded and so awesome. And I think that one of the ways that I look at fitness is probably the most unorthodox way, but it, I think it will work for a lot of people if they tried it. So one of the things that I try to do when I'm not in a gym and cause we all have bad days and it's hard to always be at 110, just going, going, going. And you have work and you have children, and you have laundry and you have groceries. So I, I implement working out anywhere, everywhere all the time, but not a lot. You know, like if, if I'm in the bathroom and I'm, about to get into the shower or something, I'll, I'll be like, let me do like 25 push-ups on the floor right here in this bathroom before I get in the shower, just because I know I haven't worked out all week. And okay. or let me do some tricep extensions off the counter. Or, wow, there's a pull-up bar, I don't know. And then when I'm actually at the gym. <laughs> <laughs> you just, you look around, you're like, hey, look, a pull-up bar. <laughs> yeah. like Everything's a pull-up bar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, and you just have to, make it not so traditional and standard to, to work out because it makes you feel like you only have to be in the gym to work out. I'll work out right in front of my bed and be watching TV or in between a TV show. And then I won't eat the same way that I eat when I'm like, when I'm in a routine, let's say if I get a good two months going where I haven't broken my regiment really at all from, from, from a goal that I set, you know, I, I, I won't eat the same if I, if I break that for a long period of time, it's like if I start to notice like two or three weeks are going by and I haven't been in a gym, I won't continue to intake high calories. I'll go to something like really wholesome, like high in protein, like yogurt. I'll eat containers of yogurt all day. It's not delicious. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you're not really selling it, but I'm it's not delicious. Some of the things are not delicious, but you can make it delicious by adding granola you know, putting peanut butter into your oatmeal and mm -hmm. stuff like that, having your boiled eggs, but don't boil them hard, boil them medium. So the yolk kind of almost oozes out, but not really. And then salt and pepper it just to make things interesting and, and just try to stay like, try to, try to be cognizant of your changing your program to your body. Cause this just, it's just science. Like if you keep eating the same calories that you were when you were working out and then you stop working out and you keep taking in those calories, the muscles are going to, the muscles are going to like go down a little bit and your weight's going to go up because you're, of the calories. You're definitely speaking to me that I never told you that, but I actually did that a few years ago. I was taking mass gainer, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like each shake is 1250 calories. And cause I was like, I'm going to bulk up. And I, I was doing those shakes every day and working out. And then I stopped working out, but I kept doing the shakes. And what do you think happened? I gained, <laughs> I I'm not exactly even joking, 40 happens. pounds. I gained 40 pounds in six months. Yeah, it, it happens pretty rapidly. <laughs> and so imagine if you stop working out, and then, but you changed your diet to adjust with the time that you haven't, hadn't been working out. You won't really gain any weight or lose any muscle. Yeah. It'll actually be all good protein, all good carbs. Because you need carbs, you need protein, you need calories. And so when people hear things like oatmeal or bread or anything like that they think oh um 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 s s like like starch or carbs or whatever is, is bad for you I'm like no there's like carbs and starch you're talking about from things like 
a large double cheese, extra cheese pepperoni pizza <laughs> with the chicken wings <laughs> and the soda. I mean, those are the carbs you have to worry about. But eating oatmeal in the morning, those are going to give you carbs to get through the day. Okay. You need to burn those carbs. You need carbs or energy. You can't go without them. You need the carbs. You need the carbs from the rice. You need it from the oatmeal. You need the beans and rice to make a complete protein. You need the egg to make it makes it one of the most complete proteins. You need the tuna. You need the stuff that that sucks. You got to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's what, what, what a what a trainer. You're like you got to do the stuff that sucks. You got to do some stuff that sucks a little bit, but there are times when you know you've been crushing it that you can eat an entire pizza to yourself like twice in a row. But, you know, you can't stay there. Right. You, you agree with the idea of a cheat day or cheat meal or whatever? I love it. I love the idea of a cheat day, but I don't like to categorize days to cheat because it makes you think that it, it just creates another system that's hard to follow. Yeah. You mean don't say like every Saturday is my cheat day. Right. I don't think you should make <laughs> a cheat day. I think you should just understand what your goal is, how you want to look in your body and know that you're going to get a day of an awesome meal and that's what you're working for i work for the events like because when it's a wedding or when it's a graduation party or when it's like a big event i'm gonna eat everything there and i but i know i've earned it yeah it's not gonna okay so it sounds like you're saying don't schedule a regular cheat day but if there's gonna be a day to indulge like forgive yourself right Right, yeah that, that that makes sense. Exactly. Just just you know, not, have a cheat day. It. You can schedule cheat days if that's for you. <laughs> but trying to make a cheat day, implement it into your routine, I think it it just makes it more difficult. Not necessarily inefficient, just more difficult to be motivated about. You know, kind of just go with the flow, but be be cognizant, uh, be be conscious of what your goal is with your body and with your health, and why do you want to be fit? Why do you want to be healthy? I mean, I want to see grandchildren. I want to see, like, uh, you know, I, I see old people around who, like, are still doing it by themselves at 85 and stuff. I'm like, I want to be one of those ones. Yeah. Like, I can still drive. That, I can still pick true. up stuff, you know. So I'm always trying to be, like. It's so interesting to me what motivates people. <laughs> like, you're working out because you want to see your grandkids. I'm working out because I want to see my abs. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> just, just once in my life, I want to get to the point when, you know, when you, when, when, when you do flex and you're like, hell yeah, look at that. Hell yeah. I did that's I awesome. That. that is really awesome. Well, yeah, that's how I'm trying to get the grandkids with the abs. Yeah, well, <laughs> it, it, it <laughs> works. <laughs> it's all in there. <laughs> I love it. Jamal, talking to you has been one of the most motivating conversations I've had. I'm so inspired by all the awesome oh, things that, that you're d- doing. And uh, congratulations on the graduation. Happy birthday. Wow. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for, for making the trek out here to talk to me, man. It's, yes. Uh, it's, 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 it's great. Corin, you're awesome. I'm happy to be here. Um, thank you. Thank you for all the nice words and all the, 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 the nice things that you've done for me. <clears throat> you're definitely a part of my journey in JCI and at COC. You helped me make a legacy that, that became a legacy um, event. So it'll be, it'll be forever embedded at COC, and you were the first How cool. attendee to be there. So and I didn't even know. Well, I'm, I'm honored to have been a part of it. So thank, thank you, you yeah. so much, Jamal. And thank you guys all for tuning in to Secrets of Tomorrow's Leaders. Uh, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you get your podcasts. If you like this or get any value from it, please share it with a friend. And uh, don't forget to subscribe, and we'll see you on the next one. Thanks for listening. Thank you, guys.
Spider-Man.